Welcome to the sounds of Salwell from Mercury International. In this episode, Richard Hyam examines the role of the expert outsider in key account management. Richard, we were planning our series of podcasts here and you sent me a message saying you wanted to discuss the expert outsider and the outside expert. That's right. What in heaven's name are you on about? Well, Andrew, I have to confess that this podcast, this conversation is going to be a little bit more reflective, a little bit more conceptual, a little bit more philosophical than many of the very practical uh, conversations that we've had together. But it is important that from time to time we step back from the very intense role of being an account manager and really reflect on, well, what's it all about? And I had the chance to do that just a few days ago in conversation with somebody who's involved in uh, strategy and strategic thinking within the Scottish Government. And he'd been introduced to me by somebody I worked with very closely in an innovation academy in one of Europe's very big insurance companies. And uh, Kirsten thought that we would get on together, and so it proved. And we had a pretty rambling conversation over a cup of coffee. But towards the end of that, some real clarity came out about what's involved in bringing expertise into our clients. You are going to need to help me a little bit more than that. Where do you want to start with these two concepts? Okay, well, let's think of the traditional role of a key account manager. Okay, They might be described as a rainmaker, somebody who is able to bring in the big chunks of business from the big accounts. There's something very special about them, and they've got a track record of bringing in those those bits of business that are bigger by a factor of five or ten or a hundred than the average person in the company brings in. Okay, so a rainmaker then somebody who makes big stuff happen. Absolutely, that's great. They might have a reputation as a trusted advisor to their customer, that they're good at working uh, at CEO, COO, CFO level, and they're called in for particular issues. Um, Some people talk about the key account manager as being part of their client's relevant set. So if a CFO has a specific problem, the first person that they think of is you in that field. So you're part of the CFO's relevant set. Now, those are all things which good key account managers are probably doing, bringing in the big business, uh, acting as a a trusted advisor, and being part of their customer's relevant set. That's all good. The relevant set is this network of trusted professionals. Yes, we all, over the course of our business life, build up uh, that network. At a very simple level, uh, you might have a network of people where if you've got a plumbing problem, you ring Pete the plumber because if it's plumbing, Pete will fix it. At a business level, if a, uh, a CFO had a complex international tax issue to sort out, you think, oh, I know, I'll ring Andrew because Andrew's going to be able to help me there. So that it's the first port of call. The person who is in, uh, if you like, in the, in the Rolodex, in the Outlook diary, as somebody who I speak to about this or that. Okay, so that's the outside expert, I'm guessing. That's right. I think when we're in the relevant set or we are a trusted advisor, our value that we bring is that we have an expertise that sits outside of the customer. Let me give you a concrete example. Uh, let's imagine that we've got a, um, an HR director and he knows that 
he's got uh, there's an acquisition coming up that's going to involve a particularly complex uh, integration of two pension funds yep it's outside his personal area of expertise yes so he needs an outside expert he needs somebody who has knows about integrating pension funds knows about the risk of integrating pension funds who brings a breadth of experience that doesn't exist in his organization and he, and this person adds value because they know the subject primarily yes that's an outside expert but key account managers can also bring value by being expert outsiders okay well tell me a bit more then how how would they go about that well let's take again our hr director example okay instead of coming out of the board meeting and it's he's been told that there's an acquisition coming up and he's got a specific problem let's imagine that this board meeting has recognized and reflected that there's a general low morale in the personnel yes. around the company it's not an explicit thing but as the subject came up you know, each director in turn said yes i, I recognize that yeah. and we so the hr director has been given the task to try and get to the bottom of this what do we have a problem how big is the problem what's causing the problem now at this point the hr director is not looking for a specific solution as in the pension because he just needs somebody to talk to well he's not particularly sure what the problem is just yet absolutely so it's too early to go for the solution yeah and the last thing he wants is to have somebody coming and say what you need to do is this or that to, okay uh, if you like to coach him in solving a problem yes what he needs is somebody who he knows is on his side somebody whose judgment he trusts somebody whose broad experience he trusts yes somebody who'll ask the right questions who's got a perceptive and inquiring mindset and can come without any baggage without any preempting of what the solution's likely to be yes and help the hr director sort it out so when you do that the hr director is not buying you because of what you do or what you've got he's buying you actually because of who you are okay but it is this in this example where the hr director needs someone to come in and almost help with the thought process is that done on the basis of the relationship or is that a, a billable option well i think you can't say one or the other but i think it's much more likely to be the kind of conversation that happens over a coffee or over lunch or over something out, even outside of work yeah um, and it may fit within your billable structure but i think the early stages are not your main motivation on this when you're the uh, expert outsider is not income generation it's relationship building it's investment in the relationship surely absolutely now it may well lead to income okay yep of course but it's not necessarily going to lead to income now you mentioned with the outside expert that they might act as coach in this situation yes the expert outsider seems more of a mentor figure than a coach you've got it absolutely uh, it's a uh, it's maybe one step back it's more rem removed uh, the coach may well propose a solution indeed but the uh, expert outsider at this stage 
may steer in a direction, but not really coaching. So I think your con your contrast of coach versus mentor is a really valuable and useful one. Okay, now are you saying here that the key account manager can plan when he or she is going to play these roles, or is this more of a, an issue of awareness? That's a really, really good question. Um, and I think my answer is yes, it's both. I think most of the time it's a response thing because it's this kind of client intimacy that we've talked about before where almost you need to be invited in. Yep. Um, but I think there are other times when we as account managers, we have a duty of care to our key accounts. The expert outsider, if the key account manager is fulfilling the role of an expert outsider, and if I see something going on in your business that I'm concerned about and I think you should be concerned about, and I bring it to your attention, there's a sense in which I'm being that expert outsider. Yeah. So I think most of the time it's reactive, but we can add huge value by being proactive. And, you know, I hear lots of program managers of major account programs and CEOs and COOs saying, I want my account managers to be talking to the C-suite. You know, I want them to be on Rosewood Row. I want them to be taking much higher level conversations than they're normally taking. How can you help my people get that? And part of that is being willing and able to fulfill the role, not just of the outside expert. That is important, but also taking it to the next level of from time to time being that expert outsider. Sure. So to me, it sounds, Richard, that this is less a matter of proactivity and reactivity, but it's situational. As a key account manager, you need to skillfully analyze the situation and say, right, in this situation, I'm the outside expert. It's my expertise that they're paying me for. I need to provide a, a practical and effective solution. But in a different situation, once your awareness is uh, raised to the role of the expert outsider, you can decide, well, actually, I'm, I'm not being asked for my professional opinion here. However, I'm neglecting my relationship with this individual and potentially this organization if I don't voice some concerns here about a particular issue. Absolutely. And of course, in terms of differentiation, if you're trying to position yourself and your organization as being different, this is a great way of doing it and a fantastic opportunity to show how you add value to your key relationships. Okay. Now, you, you said at the top of, uh, of this particular discussion that this was a, a bit more esoteric, but more of a philosophical discussion. Um, would you be prepared to engage with people about this discussion on a deeper level? Yes, absolutely. But if I were to, I'd want to act as an expert outsider to them rather than an outside expert. The sounds of Selwell from Mercury International. To get further help or information from Richard, please call plus four four seven seven one two five eight eight seven five seven or email Richard Hyam at Mercury.co.uk.